It doesn't count. I'm not gay, man. I'm no homo. Gay. It was just one time. I, I, I was the top, so it doesn't count. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the savage podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, welcome back to another episode. We've got two new Patreons. Patrons. We sure sure do. Uh Uh-huh. We would like to say thank you to uh, Captain Obvious. Yep. (laughs) And to Susan. Thanks, guys, for joining. And if you guys don't know, our Patreon is always linked in the show notes or description. And it is basically a little group where you get exclusive content every single month. And you get all the episodes ad-free and all the episodes a week earlier than everyone else. And how much much is it going to cost them? It costs as little as $3 a month, guys. Yes, cheap as hell. With inflation these days, can't get anything for $3. It's basically like three cents. Exactly. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys want to join, you can also get a little shout out in our shows exactly. so check that out and what do we talk about in february the february exclusive. oh yeah so we did do a february exclusive mm-hmm. and that's already out and it a is, few yeah. people have actually requested that we talk about someone in the vegan community that has recently quit veganism what was his name again god what Cos- was his name cosmic veganism. oh yeah cosmic skeptic cosmic skeptic that's so, right yes <clears throat> we discussed that like in quite like in length actually. pretty much the entire episode no because we didn't we didn't think we would like actually talk about it that much yeah but we just kept going on about it obviously not just specifically about him and his issue just about a lot of people in the vegan community announcing all this stuff and i think it's it inspired rose to do her announcement didn't it that i'm quitting no, no. <laughs> i like you're like no that you're like, still what? vegan you know oh you, yes yeah. that i am still vegan i was yeah. like i didn't quit vegan i was like what no, you no. talking about anyway <laughs> Guys, I'm still vegan. Oh, um, so I yes, yeah. that was my announcement because mm-hmm. um, I was sick and tired of everyone just announcing that they weren't vegan anymore. Mm-hmm. And it makes it seem like everyone's quitting veganism. But really, we're only focusing on the people that say they're quitting because why would mm-hmm. why would somebody that's vegan make an announcement that they're still vegan? Exactly. So. It's like if you had it's like it's sample size. If you had like 100,000 people and over a year, 5,000 of those people made announcements that they were leaving the vegan community, for example, People will be like, wow, everyone's leaving yeah. veganism every day. I'm seeing <clears throat> 10 people yeah. or 15 people, but really the vast majority are still, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You just yeah. don't hear from them. So yeah. anyways, if you want to hear our thoughts mm-hmm. on that drama. Do you remember what else we talked about in that? What though? else did we talk about? So there was, a, we talked about, um, I believe I'm pretty, like 99% sure it was on that episode, but we talked about the Chelsea Handler um, post. Oh, oh, did we talk about it then? Oh, maybe. I, I think we did. We yeah. talked about a few different news. So we basically treated this um, month's exclusive as mm-hmm. kind of like another episode where we talked about news. And oh yes, I think we did talk about it. So yeah. we talked about Chelsea Handler and like her like segment about being uh, a child free yeah. by choice. Anyways, it's a very fun episode. So go listen to it. It is only available for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So make sure you check it out. And um, yeah, and you can yeah. also check out all of the previous uh, Patreon exclusives as well, which we have a ton. There's of. a big library now, guys. Yes, so you get exactly. access to all that content. So you can. Yeah. You can 
spend all day listening to our podcast and listening to our beautiful exactly. voices. Exactly. So there as you go. Not, as yeah. if you're not already, you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're not sick of our voices. So let's jump right in. Shall any we? any updates? Anything to? Well, I was just in Toronto. Yeah. What did you do this week? Huh. <laughs> A lot what, of working. What did I do this week? Not like I've just been. Well, the week that you were gone, mm-hmm. I was just working. God I, damn, Daniel. It'd be busy as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. doing a home reno project. So that's like taking up all my extra time. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know how many of you guys have like done like a... That's a lot of work. It is. Because we're literally building a basement from like the walls. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it was kind of satisfying though. Because like this weekend we did a lot of the drywall, like putting, yeah. the, putting the drywall panels up. And it's like, it seals the rooms. Mm. You don't see all the like wires and stuff behind. It's like the big oh, panels that go on the wall. Oh, you didn't show me that. Yeah, I'll show it to you. After. Oh. Yeah. There's still so much. Putting the it's panels so up is work. like phase one of like 150. Yeah. Like respect so, for people that do this shit, man. I oh God, some, never. Pe- some people, I mean, some people do it for a living, you know, yeah. like they, but some people like just whole... like do it. I know. <laughs> well, it's like, like, how do you figure this out? Well, and some people they like, they'll deliberately, which I think it's, it's a smart investment to do it this way is like to buy a house that needs work. Mm. But some people with kids do that. They'll like buy a house that's like a rental project. They must hire people to do I think they do for some things. Yes. They must. Um, but they still But how did you figure out how to like do everything? Well, luckily one of my dad's friends is like uh, a contractor. Okay. So he so helped you. Exactly. He's okay. cause, cause this is the thing. Once you can show, if you can like, this is the thing I, I would have never even known how to do drywall, <laughs> yeah. vapor barrier, installing I insulation. I didn't know what these words mean. Ex- me neither. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They'd be like, yeah, it's a four by eight with a half, <laughs> with a half inch and a quarter inch. And I'm like, I have speak English to me, you know? <laughs> Um, but once you like start doing it, like it's, mm. it's not easy work. Like it's manual, it's manual labor. labor, but once yeah. you understand it, then you exactly. can do it. Then you yeah. can start planning and you're like, okay, Look this has you. to be like here. And so I'll show you. Now you know after. how to build a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go. Well, let's not go that far. But the, anyway, the interesting thing is, uh-huh. so we're doing drywall right now. Um, like the panels. And the interesting thing is obviously you, you, you use the framing to like screw it in. Mm. And every single section of framing that we did, like me and my brother, yeah. it's worked perfectly with the drywall. Okay. It was like a smooth like finish and like didn't have any issues. All the old legacy uh, framing that was left over that we didn't knock out. Yeah. Issues. Really? Because like, like the wood frames have to be in line because the drywall goes like this. Mm. But imagine you have like six or something and a piece of drywall goes like this. If some of the boards aren't in line, they're a little bit too far back. Oh. You can't screw it into it. <gasps> Because it's like too far back. So basically, they didn't do it properly. Exactly. So God we've damn. had to do some, you know, yeah. extra stuff. Just God, to, that's kind of like, like kind of scary. Like we're talking about a house here. I know. You know? But like this basement, the, whoever <clears throat> did the, the reno originally yeah. did a terrible job. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as the house is not falling apart, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it just, it, it's interesting to see because like I had no appreciation before of like, now when I see houses, I'm like, I know what's mm, behind the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's can, cool though. Yeah. You kind of like learn how to. How it all how it all works. I know I'm turning mm-hmm. into such a tradie now. <laughs> you be a tradie. God damn. You gonna marry a tradie? I'm I'm, I'm marry a tradie. <laughs> Handy around the Kinda house. Kind of hot. Yeah. Handy men are hot. I don't know, guys. I, I, I like okay. This is probably because TMI. men nowadays like they don't know how to do anything. Just like n- nobody knows how to do mm. anything. So it's hot when like a guy kind of knows. I don't know why, and I'm, I, I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna end up dating a guy like this, guys. But I don't know what it is about my type. But I like my type is like. Not all. I have a variety of different types, but <laughs> one of them is like a guy that's like, you know, does construction or like knows how to build things. I mean, I just, everyone I just, thinks that that's attractive. I though. just find that really hot. And then like a sleeve tattoo. Oh wow! Like, okay. <laughs> I know. I I envision this like like a like a stereotypical tradie. Yeah, I'm yeah. manifesting. <laughs> I mean, they're everywhere, Daniel. You can definitely find one. I know that's true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, but yeah, but that's, they're also you know we we are in Alberta. That's true. So oh, they're gonna God. be like, I ain't gay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. They're like, God hey, damn. Man. No homo, bro. No homo. <laughs> I, I mean, I slept with you, but that doesn't mean uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those It's like those guys that are like, if they're not the bottom, they're not gay. You know? Oh, my God. Is that a thing? I think is. that it what is. people say? Yeah. Oh my Some people God. are like, you know, oh, yeah. Like, you know, I just let the guy suck my. That doesn't, <laughs> mean, that doesn't mean I'm gay, though. I'm not gay, bro. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, Oh, my God. People are fucking ridiculous. I know. People are funny. But anyway, guys. Anyways. We digress. So- now let's time. Let's time. It's time for stories. Well, I think this like really leads into the first story that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> that this article <clears throat> that was posted that I just thought was kind of interesting. Interesting. Okay, let, let I'll read the the, <laughs> the the title is most <laughs> most young men are single. Most young women are not. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I do not fit into that oh, young woman statistic. But maybe I don't count as a young woman anymore. Unfortunately, we don't, Rose. We're not. In that Are they talking category. about the 20s? Yes. Mm. So listen to this. More than 60% of young, and this kind of like reiterates like what we were talking about. We always talk about. What mm-hmm. we always talk about. More than 60%. And, <coughs> and, the, and again, these stats are in America. I don't know the validity of this particular study, but yeah. whatever. There, it says more than 60% of young men are single. Nearly twice the rate of unattached Whoa. young women. What? Signaling a larger breakdown in the social, romantic, and sexual life of the American ma- male. We're talking about that virgin pandemic that virgin, again, Daniel. God damn. That virgin pandemic. But it gets... it gets. This is actually a problem. Continue. It is. It, it, and this article kind of goes into it a little <laughs> bit. It's like men in their 20s are more likely than women in their 20s to be romantically uninvolved, mm. sexually dormant, right. friendless... Friendless as well. And lonely. Oh, it's so sad. They stand at the vanguard of an epidemic of declining marriage. I don't know why sexuality is included in here. Relationships that af- that af- af- impacts all of young America. Mm. But like the, the issue goes much further beyond that it's like that whole idea and that concept of people being you know we're social beings right like even even people that are introverted like you know you have introvert extrovert like introverted people still need social interaction Mm -hmm. like we are naturally just like social yeah a a social animal um and they were saying like we're in a crisis of connection Mm -hmm. said niobe way a a psychology professor and founder of the project for the advancement of our common humanity at mm-hmm. New York University. It's a long title. Yeah. Um, and disconnection from ourselves and disconnection from each other. It's getting worse. Yeah. And they talked about how, and this kind of, this, because initially people might be like, oh, what's the problem? I don't see the big deal. Mm. But they use this as, an, as one example. But they said, um, <clears throat> the disconnect young men's disconnect from society like so being lonely not being in relationships not having sexual relationships not Not even having friends not even having friends is increasing the rate at which young men are committing suicide oh my god also um for the rise of mass shootings because these people are lonely they're isolated and the rise of the andrew tates of the world exactly this is exactly all of these problems that we're seeing now that are i feel like we're kind of we're, we're we're almost at the like little beginning of it you yeah. know because i think these problems are just going to get worse and it's going to get worse because these this is happening like it's it's continually mm-hmm. we're becoming um less connected and and it's, it's ironic because people think <clears throat> with social media we're more connected exactly but think we're about very like, less connected exactly like even think about our lives mm-hmm. do you know your neighbors no i don't this is a big problem and exactly. i always think about this problem and again this is just again yeah this is a small symptom Mm. of a much larger problem and it's obviously not a small symptom because it is a problem it says young men commit young men commit suicide at four times the rate of young women Mm -hmm. young men are largely responsible for rising rates of mass shootings i mean think about mass shootings Mm -hmm. how often is it a young man almost like like, i would say more than i I don't know the statistics but every time i see it it's almost always in fact it's kind of shocking when it's not a young man yeah um i don't even remember the last time it was a woman 
you know what probably, I mean? There's probably been some, of but course. Like, yeah. But again, like it's it's almost never a woman, mm. right? And again, like it could be due to many many different reasons. Mm. Um, and then the problem is people like men get frustrated, they get angry about this, and then they follow people like Andrew Tate who like to blame the woman mm. for this problem. Yeah. Um, which that's completely unfair and yeah. unjustified. And also, it's kind of ironic because people like to you know, always t- talk to women and say, oh, women, like you're going to be single. Like, they always like attack women with this like yeah. threat that they're going to end up single and alone and un- like unhappy and lonely and dissatisfied. And that's just you projecting your insecurities right mm-hmm. on onto, you know, women yeah. thinking because that's what you're insecure about. That's what you're afraid yeah. uh, of, you know, being lonely and single. And the problem is also, sorry, I keep going all about this, but like, mm. Men also, we always talk about like they have a, a little bit of a harder time, I think, with friendships than yeah. women. Women from t- friendships are very different. So I think even without that relationship aspect, the friendship aspect is already a little bit more lacking compared to women that have maybe stronger connections, generally speaking, yeah. with other friends. Well, and they also say in this article, which is, we, we've talked about this before, <clears> but again, this is just reiterating a lot of the points that <clears> we've discussed. But they were saying like this new era um, has reshaped of gender parity. So they're saying, you know, as you know, we're, we're closing the income gap, women are getting empowered. Um, it's saying that in many cases, removing young men from the equation. And if there's a quote here, which I thought you would like, (laughs) um, (laughs) women don't need to be in long-term relationships. They don't need to be married. They'd rather go to brunch with friends than have a horrible date. I mean, no truer words haven't been spoken. Exactly. (laughs) I I think it's where I think what exacerbates this problem is the rise of like, uh, and again, this is a societal thing. It's not women. It's good yeah. that women are empowered. It's good that they're doing these things, but it's created a new balance in the, um, uh, in a relationship where it's like, you know, I'm sorry, but men, you need to do better. Exactly. You need to start like, you can't just like see your parents relationship or grandparents and think I should work. My wife should, your wife works. You expect her to do all the house cleaning, all this other stuff. It's like, you need to also, you know, step up. So part of the problem is obviously the societal issue is the society, the way society is going is creating this, but men also aren't, um, instead of stepping up to the plate and like saying, Hey, you know what? We need to respond to this like shift. Mm -hmm. They're almost like digressing. Yeah. Or they're just like, again, blaming women for having un, un, you know, what what do you call it? Like unrealistic expectations, unrealistic Mm. standards, high standards. And they think that they need to be like six feet tall and earn a six figure income and, Mm. you know, have a six pack and all of this crazy shit. Whereas like, really that's not actually what most women care that much about. You know what I mean? So, um, obviously being attractive and making lots of money that helps a lot, but that's Mm. not all again, women are able to make our own money. Yeah. And I think like now, I think I've talked about this before, whereas like women were always like forced to, be good at other things, not just making money. Of course, yeah. like, you know, main thing was like our appearance, but we, you know, we fought hard in the last like few decades to get an education, get jobs so we can like be independent. So we've worked on a lot of different things and we've been taught to do a lot of different things alongside, you know, being respectable and like mm. having, you know, good friendships and all these things. Whereas I think men are always, and again, this is a societal problem where men were maybe just taught to not show emotion and make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't really have to do much around the house. You know, they saw their parent, they saw the dynamic of their, of their parents where, you know, the, the mom was doing almost all the housework and then dad did nothing. And that worked for, you know, however long. Yeah. And that's what they were taught. Yeah. And even in my generation, like I definitely did more housework than my brothers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, just simply because I'm a woman. And I could guarantee you that if my parents had a daughter, Guaranteed. the expectation on her would exactly. be very different than me. Expectation and my is completely different. Yeah. Like my relatives would say, like, oh, how like they would look at my room and be like, Oh, why is your room so messy for a girl? 
You know, they would say shit like this, right? Whereas for the guys, they would be messy. Like, oh, yeah, that's just expected. Oh, they're just a teenage boy. Exactly. So it's like the expectations were different. So again, it's not necessarily even the fault of, you know, men in general. I think Mm -hmm. it's just like the way that they've been raised to think that all they have to do is maybe earn a lot of money. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, we add in the economic aspect of it. It's harder to make money. And now women are also competing with them. Yeah. Whereas before, they just had to make a lot of money and women couldn't even. I know. And then at the bottom of this article, it Mm. says only half... I guess this is like some quotes to, to, to leave sure. you guys with, but it says nearly all half of all young adults are single in the U S mm. 34% of women and a whopping 63% of men. Single what? Men. Yeah. Only <clears throat> what is young people? I don't know. <laughs> Below 30. <laughs> Only half of single men of the single men in this study, I guess are actively seeking relationships or even casual dates. And that figure is declining. This is just so sad. Yeah. Because I think there's there's so many elements to this. And we always talk about like the decline of like having a community. Mm. And unless you actively seek a community, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Right. So unless you already have friends from school that you continuously keep in contact with, with which is difficult because your lives change and your jobs change and yeah. maybe you lo- move locations. Yeah. And then you get into a new place and you have to like really actively look to have a community, for you sure. know, like even for us, like we're very social people, but now we're already experiencing dynamic changes in our mm-hmm. friendships. Yeah, yeah. So we're feeling like, okay, like, of course, like we still have our friends and we're lucky to have friends, but you know, we're like, Oh, like where do we find different people that we have more in and common? with? And we're now stage? having to like look out and say, mm-hmm. okay, cause we don't really have like, you know, again, we don't really have a community in where yeah, we're living. Like, I want a community yeah. like of people that again, it doesn't have to be like the friends. I'm still going to see my friends mm-hmm. that I already have, but like, yeah, we're like near where we're living you know, where we can just like, you know, maybe even bump into each other, mm. you know, just like old times. <laughs> do you think that, do you think that part of the problem though too is like, we're also getting so busy? Yes. I think that's a huge problem like, because you, again, it's because one of those things, it's not naturally there. Right. Mm. So I, I think before, you know, again, maybe it was just more normal to talk to your neighbors, know your mm. neighbors, you know, bring, bring them, you know, some kind of like treats. Like my parents, like yeah. they, they like know their neighbors in their little area. Yeah. And then they'll like, you know, bring them, of course, I'm sure they don't see them often, but like mm. they'll bring them little like chocolates for Christmas, like stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like we, as our generation, do we, we do that? No. That's weird for us. Maybe we should start though. Like maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring my neighbors. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I live in like a little like uh, courtyard yeah. kind of thing, and like, maybe I'll just go around. Maybe and give like I think so. That's the thing. It's like I think before it was much more normal to do that kind of thing. Mm. Maybe and well, um, I, think, I think I said this on the podcast too. Like mm-hmm. where my aunt and uncle live in London. Mm. Every Christmas Eve, oh, they have like a so big cute. party. I love that. And they that. have the whole like, well, not a whole, but they live yeah. like the whole street basically. I love that. And have everyone over. That's the dream. People come at different times. And that's like, the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. Like I want to be able to like, this is my dream. Okay. Like live close to like my friends or people mm-hmm. that I know. Yeah. And we just kind of like, you know, just pop by every once in a while. Yeah. Not have to like arrange a meeting, put mm-hmm. it in my fucking calendar, yeah. which of course I always have to do that because, yeah. you know, it's impossible. And again, yeah, that coupled with ha- having to constantly work mm. and imagine if you're like, and now if you have a family, both parents are working. Yeah. When the fuck are you going to have time? This is it. Like I think I even think about like my, my own self, my single self. It's <clears> like, okay, I work. I go to the mm-hmm. gym four times a week, probably. Right. I now they have this like rental project on the weekends. Yeah. We have the podcast. Yeah. Like I just, I, it's like the gaps in my calendar are so little. And then if I try to date on top of that, it's like, mm-hmm. when do I have time? Yeah. You know, like I just, I feel like, I don't know. If, I don't know if maybe I'm, we're like, cause we weren't in that generation, but I feel like life's we're probably romantic. Busier. Yeah. We're probably romanticizing it as well. I'm mm. sure there's so many different things that are bad about yeah. the previous generation. Yeah. But I think one of the main things, and we can see by the numbers that like it really is um, a big problem. Loneliness huge. is huge. Friendlessness is huge. Yeah. And, you know, we're also spending way too much time online, on the mm-hmm. internet, on social media. And we think that that's 
the problem is I think again I've been thinking about this so much because I'm also like oh my god I think I have like a social media like a little bit of a problem like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just mindlessly scrolling like this is so pointless yet I find it to be like I keep picking up my phone and doing that right you find it fulfilling in exactly, some way in some weird way and it's yeah. apparently it's like it's, a, it's that dopamine hit yeah. which I guess what happens is again I need to read about it more but basically the more you like you know when you're scrolling you see something you like you get that small hit of dopamine mm. and then when you keep doing that it kind of like it like I think it either decreases your like baseline dopamine or something. Mm. It like really messes with your ability to produce dopamine in like different situations. Uh-huh. So for example, like let's say you're like seeing seeing friends, you know, maybe in a normal situation where you didn't have social media, you would have a big dopamine increase or something. Again, yeah. I can, I'm probably butchering this completely, yeah. but, but if you didn't, but if you constantly scrolled all day and like you were entertained in so many different aspects through this social media, mm. but then you saw your friend, your dopamine doesn't increase that much or something along those lines. Yeah, so it really yeah. messes with your dopamine. So a lot of people do something called like dopamine detox. Mm where they just kind of like refrain from doing all these kind of like distracting activities yeah. that like have spikes in dopamine. Ah, mm. Because I think the problem is also it doesn't last very long. It's yeah. not like it's like, okay, you you scrolled and you feel super fulfilled. Yeah. You have that very small bit where it like goes up a little bit, mm. but then it comes down. Yeah. They say same thing about smoking and, you know, doing drugs. It does increase it, but it's mm. not very long lasting. It's interesting because I've even noticed myself lately, like yeah. where... <clears throat> Doom scrolling? Not, I don't, I don't do You're pretty much. good. You're yeah. pretty good about it. I don't go on like TikTok and stuff that often. That's very good. I still go a couple times like here and there, mm-hmm. but I don't go you're as You're quite as good. You. Yeah. You're, you, you definitely don't have I, my problem. <laughs> yeah. And I actually don't go on Instagram that often either. Like I don't mm. think it's social media. I don't know what I do all day, but like I. But that's good. Yeah, I know. You're I, living your life. Wow, I think they're doing construction downstairs. Sorry. There's okay. a weird sound you guys. Yeah. We okay. were just like, both of us like, uh, <laughs> It sounded like is- a bee or something. Oh, I thought it was someone screaming outside. Oh, no. At first I did. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is I've noticed that I've been doing this. And it's, this has only been in the last like kind yeah. of month, maybe two two months that it's gotten worse. Yeah. Like Thank I used you. to only Bye. do it. Thank you. <laughs> I used to only do it like sometimes. And I, I just catch myself now doing it more and more where I'll like <laughs> be doing things, put the TV on in the background. Mm. Have So I, I literally have so many things going on yeah. while I'm cleaning, cooking, doing this. And, yeah. and like it's like... I'll have TV on. I'll be on my phone. Like so much stuff. So many distractions. Whereas in the the old me, like I would do like if I was cleaning, for example, I'd put music on because like that's what really helps me clean or helps me cook or do whatever. Right. But now I'm like starting to do like other things like where it's like overwhelming. Like I'm kind of half watching a TV show, but then I'm also on my phone text messaging and then I'm also cooking and, and I'm just like, I'm all over the place. I know it it is a big problem. And I I actually also read or I listened in a podcast that, Mm. That is actually a big problem where if you're doing an, a task, um, it's better to just focus on doing the task rather mm. than having a bunch of different distractions. Yeah. And they say that you get more fulfillment out of doing that task or doing whatever you, you're doing. Mm. Um, like you're just basically, you get more out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's a task that you don't enjoy, apparently it's still better to do the task without it or something like this. Mm. So basically having all these distractions is not really like adding into our... Uh, satisfaction and happiness level Um, so I think that coupled in with yeah like lack of community now we have all these distractions that seemingly make it seem like we're you know having a good time and imagine Mm. back in the day when you didn't have all of these distractions like if you didn't have a phone the only way you get really entertained is probably by playing a 
board game or mm. you know like talking to your neighbor like doing shit like this right that yeah. maybe we now find mundane because yeah. now we have all of this like crazy stuff stuff to look at on our phones yeah so we're heavily entertained in a weird way yeah. but it doesn't necessarily make us happy yeah and it also makes us very socially isolated and it also makes us uh very lacking attention like yes anything. oh my god i have such an attention problem like yeah. i actually think like it's a big problem yeah um so yeah, so it's a big problem. <laughs> and lame. so it's not too surprising yeah. uh, that, you know, young men particularly are having more of a problem with yeah. this. And, you know, and also I just feel like women are maybe we're socialized to be more social yeah. essentially, right? Well, men have always been like, don't talk about your feelings. Exactly. Like, oh, you know, and they have this like, I don't know, bro culture, I yeah. guess. Like, I don't Where know. It's, it's very, like, it seems very surface level. But again, I'm sure there are many male rela- uh, friendships that are mm. deeper than that, of course. Yeah. But I think like that's one of the stereotypes, right? Like they yeah, don't yeah. really like talk that much about their feelings. And um, and they, again, they're they're taught to seek, you know, money yeah. and like also if like two two guys get too close it's like oh like are you gay you guys you know what i mean the, gay yeah. bros there's so many like toxic things about you know he, he only he only sucked my once so it doesn't <laughs> count <laughs> it doesn't count i'm not gay man I'm no homo gay. it was just one time I, I, I was the top so it doesn't count have you had anyone say that i closed my eyes it doesn't count it doesn't count if you don't make eye contact yeah. <laughs> If you like, don't, it doesn't count if the if the tips don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Rose. Um, I thought this, I thought this was a nice segue into our, our next story, though. <laughs> the, it doesn't about, count. No homo talk. No, not that one. How we're talking about social media getting more distracted. Oh, Lord. So Meta. Meta. You know, aka Facebook. Aka Facebook. Aka Instagram. Aka, AKA WhatsApp. Yeah, I think they as well. they basically run everything. Um, so they have a lot of stuff going on. So as if. Meta is not already making enough money. Yeah. Right. So a lot of these big social media companies, I mean, their main source of revenue is through ad, ad, ad revenue. Right. right? Um, I'm sure there's other things that go on. Maybe they sell data, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, anyway, I guys. Mean, we're talking about audience feedback here, Daniel. That's true. Okay. okay. Well, you you wanna, did this many times like this. You want to talk about audience feedback, Rose? We're not going to go about We're going to talk about that. Um, anyways, so, uh, Meta, our, our friends, at, our, our friends our fr- at Meta, our friends at Meta, our, our friend, Mark, um, our friend, Mark, yeah, good <laughs> friend, Mark. I'll actually just going to text him a little bit later, but I forgot. Uh, so they've decided they're going to do something similar to what Twitter did. So Twitter did like a, oh no, and Twitter crashed and burned, but apparently they, they, they've continued on with it. They've um, actually, oh, they've continued to do yeah, it. Yeah. So I think they, they, they paused it for briefly, but then they kind of like, maybe they've fine tuned it or maybe. whatever. So what they're doing guys, what we're talking about is they want to test out a monthly paid verification subscription service. <sighs> so those creators or content creators that have like, you know, verified tick marks and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's kind of like a way that you can get it is through paying. Obviously there'll be more yeah. to it than that. But, yeah. um, so <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to test it out to see how it goes. Um, right. And the reason they're saying it, they're doing it, which I think is a little bit BS, but they're saying we wanted the move is aimed to increase authenticity and security across our services. So I can see kind of the authentic, authenticity piece because it means that somebody is is verified via some way. Uh huh. But <laughs> you can't deny the reason that they're doing this is to make money. Of course. It says Meta Verified will be priced at eleven ninety nine a month. Oh my god. Eleven ninety nine a month for web users and fourteen ninety nine a month on iOS. What? Wait, so what web users versus iOS. 
What does that mean? So I think it's iOS is obviously iPhone. iPhone, yeah. But I, what's web users? I don't know. Just like people just using like, on PC, I guess. Yeah, but like some people have a phone Both. and you know a computer. Most people do. I I don't really know the full details. All I know is that's expensive, um, and it's kind of crazy. Like it's just. It's it's crazy that that's a crazy amount of money, right? A month. A this month. Is the thing, guys, yeah. we're we're not talking about like a whole year. You get verified. You pay like eleven bucks or twelve dollars. We're talking about more than what I pay. Yeah. For Spotify a month. And also, like, I'm so confused, right? So it says it allows users to verify their accounts using a government ID. What about businesses? What about because most people? I'm sorry. Like, if you're on Instagram, mm. well, I guess they would connect it to your like maybe your business license, Facebook page. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. look, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not paying fourteen fucking ninety nine a month. Oh Are you fucking kidding me? Me neither. <laughs> Guys, I don't need a bitch. Blue check. I don't need a blue check mark. That does nothing. I know it's like so so dumb, but they're all of these all of these platforms are trying to do this because they're seeing hey this could be a potential revenue source, yeah. right? So so they talk about further here. They're like, okay, so Twitter was temp- temporarily paused because there was some uh-huh. users that embarked on fraudulent pranks. Right. Which could happen here too. But they relaunched the service in December. And as of February, right now, they currently have 290,000 global subscribers to whatever the Twitter fee is to be verified. Well, this is the thing. So we look at this and we think it's crazy, right? But mm. it's going to become the norm. Oh, of course. You know is. what I mean? So yeah. these companies, like, it's not like they're stupid, right? Yeah. They know that people are going to pay for some reason. It, it sounds stupid, but mm. people are probably going to pay. Like the iPad, everyone thought it was the dumbest thing ever. And yeah. like, how much money did Apple make from the iPad? Exactly. Probably a lot. Yeah. And um, what I think it's, it's crazy is that, what do you mean it's going to increase security? First of all, like... Mm. Uh, most a lot of people are not going to get it. Exactly. So it doesn't really. Anyway, so stupid. Um, but yeah. So companies like this. So this is the this is the fear for you know what Netflix did. Yeah. So, again, it sounds crazy. We're all like, oh my god, it's going to mm-hmm. fail, and it might, it might. Who knows? Yeah. But a lot of people that canceled. Who knows when they're going to maybe restart their subscription when uh, Squid Game Two comes out? Yeah. You know. So, I'm afraid that other companies will like will maybe follow suit. Yeah. Hopefully not. I'm really hoping not with what Netflix did. Because clearly we thought like the Twitter thing was insane. Yeah. And, and now, now and we know that 290,000 global subscribers. How much money is that? Yeah. Even at $10 a month. Mm-hmm. A month, guys. $10 a month. Yeah. Okay. That's insane. Well, how many, for example, like how many Facebook users is there? Like like billions. Yeah. Let's say there's like a billion people on Facebook. And if even they, if 1% did it. But even let's just say they just started <laughs> charging everybody $1 a yeah. month yeah. to use Facebook. That's going to be a billion dollars a month of that, they, yeah. that they would make. Yeah. And in a year, that's $12 billion of yeah. revenue right, right. that they didn't have before. I know. It's crazy. So like when you start thinking of those magnitudes, I apparently, know. and I didn't know about this, Snapchat also launched Snapchat Plus last year. Right. For, I guess, three ninety nine. I wonder what you get. Three ninety nine monthly. I'm not sure. And it currently has more than 2 million paid subscribers. Yep. So it's all, so I guess it's going in that direction. Yeah. Because I guess the ad thing is not working out very well for them anymore. Well, but this is crazy because I feel like they already make so much money through ads. Do they? Because why, 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 why did they lay off so many people? Well... <laughs> Rose, we cannot, and guys, I know, I know. We cannot look at companies laying off people and automatically think that that company's doing bad. Of course. Because, yeah. What they're doing, I bet I can. It's to appease the shareholders. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, there's kind of two ways that you can grow profit, Mm. right? You sell more. Yeah. Or you cut your costs. Right. 
So if you're, if your sales are kind of similar to what they were last year, sure. one way to increase your profit, right. Fucking lay off a ton mm-hmm, of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a ton of people you don't have to pay anymore. Yep. Even, so even after severance packages and all this. And then the thing that really pissed me off about that whole thing, <laughs> I'm going to digress for a second here, guys, <laughs> that whole thing where they're like talking about the tech industry and layoffs and stuff, which is very relevant right now because you know, oh God, Facebook, so uh, Amazon, Microsoft, all these huge companies laying off thousands of people. Sure. <laughs> There was an article, or I think it was an article or a YouTube thing that popped up or something where they were like talking about this and they were like, yeah, you know, the Silicon Valley and where all these people are working in tech, they were like, oh, all of their wages were overinflated and that's why they had to lay off all these people because they're just getting paid way too much money. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> number one, so yeah. two things on that. Two things. Number one is... <laughs> They were focused, they're focusing on these like software developers and things like yeah. that being like, oh my God, they're making, you know, 250, 300,000 or $400,000 a year in salary. And it's like, and they're making too much, right? Like mm. they're, they're, they're pointing mm-hmm. this finger at them and it's like, well, hang on a second guys. Mm-hmm. Like what about the exec teams on these yeah. companies? Like we want to start talking about people making too much money. That's one. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first point. And then the second point that I want to talk about that is Interestingly, there was some good comments that that actually mentioned and said, actually, what a lot of those people are earning, those like higher salaries are kind of like what everybody should be earning. Right. You know what I mean? Like, or not everybody, but like, it's a more level, like kind of where you should be. Right. Like, like if you work for a big corporation. Exactly. Yeah. Not. Oh, 50 grand a year, right. wh- whatever their, whatever right. your salary is. But, but like, instead of cutting, let's say the Mark Zuckerberg sal- salary or whatever the fuck, yeah. they're going to cut, you know, yeah. like thousands of people's jobs. And, or, and, or what you see a lot of companies do, which is, it's just really sad guys. The whole, mo- the whole model of capitalism is like pretty it's, fucked, it's up. fucked up. It's fucked How up. How publicly traded companies, their main responsibility is to shareholders. Which is so crazy. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, I get it. They've invested in the company or whatever, but also it's like you have people on the ground doing the work. Yeah. Like that is so important. And then yeah. these shareholders, which, you know, I'm a shareholder of companies too. We get like dividends and things like this. So we're getting money from these companies and we don't even work there. Yeah, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I know, but that's that's the model that we now accept. celebrate. Not yeah. even accept, but that's that's the goal, right? Yeah. When, when people talk about growing their wealth, they don't talk about working harder or like getting a job that, you know, pays a lot. They talk about investing. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the first thing. If you watch any yeah. growth, uh, you know, wealth growth strategy, they mm-hmm. will say, if you're not investing your money, like, you know, you're what wasting you your time. You're not yeah. going to, you're not going to build wealth. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Like that's insane. If you actually think about it, if you take a step back, obviously that's normalized in our society. Yeah. So like, even for me, when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds like, you know, correct. Mm-hmm. But if you actually take a step back, it's like, okay, how do we call ourselves the society that like, you know, that uh that incentivizes hard work when literally we're saying don't work mm. instead work enough just so you have enough money to invest to grow it by doing nothing but this is the, the, <laughs> this is the whole this is why the whole american dream is so flawed because again it's so that concept of like oh work hard mm. and you'll do well and you'll you'll um you'll be able to retire and do all these things and you know a lot of people aspire to be these mega wealthy people well you know what just because you're super wealthy and I'm, it doesn't go for everyone. It doesn't necessarily mean that you worked hard. It means that you no. invested your money. Like if I was a millionaire, right? Yeah. And I had all my money invested in stocks that pay dividends and all sorts of things. Guess what? I probably could make more than a lot of people every single year doing absolutely yep. nothing. Yeah. 
just looking at the financial stuff once a year saying, yeah. oh, okay, looks good. Having my investment mm-hmm. manager manage my portfolio. Exactly. He takes yeah. a cut, but then I get like, you know, maybe I get half a million a year in dividends uh-huh. doing I mean, and they, look no at people work. that are rich on social media. They're just like, the dream is to like go off and live in Bali and just like, yeah. you know, like get the cash flowing in. Like that's mm-hmm. what we are you know, incentivizing, yeah, which yeah, yeah. again, maybe that is a nice, it is a nice life. Don't get me wrong, Yeah, but we should be paying people, you know, enough money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, but you know, the issue is, is all these companies are, are so profit focused. Exactly. And it's profit that gets delivered to shareholders. Right. Yeah. So like that's the, where it's the whole system. Yeah. It's the whole system. Like and we're all game. We're all, we're all cogs in the wheel. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's impossible to change. Oh, it feels impossible to change. Exactly. Well, and I do think there would be like, if, if all of a sudden the, the, the stock market just like collapsed. Yeah. It would be insane. Like it, it would, would be just insane. be like, and it probably will at some point, at some point, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So yes, that's great. Wonderful. Meta. Wonderful. Gotta love them. Um, Oh, what Did is you hear about this? Okay. So I've been hearing about, okay. So this article, the title of this article is Tennessee house passes controversial drag show bill. Mm-hmm. So I haven't like heard about it, but mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot of talk about drag shows yeah. and children. Yeah. So tell me. Yeah. So that's what this is about okay. basically. So, um, basically the bill What was I going to say? Sorry, guys. I lost my train of thought there. You know when you like, just like thinking of something? Yeah. Tennessee House Republicans on Thursday moved to prohibit adult-oriented entertainment from public property and restricted to age-related venues or age-restricted venues in legislation filed after a flurry of controversies over drag shows across the state. Yeah. So essentially what they're saying is they're like saying what they want to do now is it hasn't been passed yet. That's where I was trying. Oh, that's where I, I was see. going with okay. it. It's they're moving to try to pass this, right? They're heading towards like right. trying to pass this legislation. And the argument or what they're trying to do is they're saying that, you know, drag performers or, you know, male and female, you know, sure. drag Kings, drag Queens, all of that. Um, they just think that their performances are harmful to minors and that, you know, they're too, you know, explicit. They're too this, they're too that. And they're, they're dangerous for the youth. So they want to restrict it to venues such as like a nightclub or something, you know? So you can't have like drag brunch, for example, or, or things where, where there's drag, drag performers in more public spaces where kids can be. This is so stupid. I I mean, how do you feel about this? I think it's ridiculous because it doesn't have to be They're They're making it seem like Mm -hmm. it's always sexual. Exactly. Like that's what they're implying. Right. Yeah. Which I understand. Obviously there's certain, like you don't want to have, you know, someone you know, being super sexual. Exactly. I get it. Mm. But this is not about sexual drag shows. It's about yeah. all drag shows. Exactly. And and to be completely honest, like, yeah, okay, I've been to, I've been to quite a few drag shows in my life. And like, yeah, some of, especially the nightclub ones, they can get yeah. a bit raunchy and like, I've and only stuff. been to the nightclub one, so I wouldn't know. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I, I get that part of it, but at the same time, and I, I saw, a, I think it was on TikTok or something yeah. where a lady was like, with her kids, like protesting this bill or, or, or talking about it. And she goes, you know, the funny thing is, and it's all the, the you know, the, a lot of the Republicans and stuff are really pushing for this. And she goes, <laughs> she's like, my kids or two kids or whatever. She's like, they've been to countless drag shows with yeah. me. They love them. They enjoy them. They, they interact with the Queens. The Queens yeah. love having the kids there. And it's very like PG in yes. terms, in terms of like their interactions and stuff. I'm and sure she's like, it is. She's like, never. And she's like, I would go as far to say is I don't believe that there has been a child at a drag show that's been, you know, molested or any of this kind of horrible stuff. Right. And then she goes at the end of her TikTok, she goes, 
Can we say the same about the church? I knew you should go there. <laughs> and it's so true though. Yeah. It's so true. Like yeah. it's just, they hide it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, th- again, and this is not about being sexual, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm almost, I can almost guarantee that they are not being sexual when there are children yeah. in these shows. And like, of course, if that was the problem, then mm-hmm. sure, that's a problem. Yeah. But it's like someone dr- dressing in drag is not inherently sexual exactly but they're making a seem. this is the same argument that they said about gay people in yeah. like the 90s or something basically like they're sexualizing your children yeah all this stuff like as if it's all about sexuality it's all about being overtly sexual mm. whereas drag shows are not about that well get this this is this particular individual i don't know who this is but mm. one of the republicans chris todd i guess um yeah. Filed this legislation. At the time, he called the drag show child abuse. Oh, my God. Although he said he wasn't aware of the actual content that the show of would course, contain. Uh, of course. So I'm None like, of those people have been to a drag show. Yeah. And he goes on further to say, this is a common sense child safety bill. And I appreciate your support. How is that common sense? Exactly. First of all, ah! he, he, first of all, he doesn't know the content of what's what's happening. This is killing me. I know. Secondly... Guys, this might be, they might play this off or this might be played off as child protection, child protection and everything else. Let me tell you right now, and I'm probably gonna get a little bit of hate for this, but I think number one, I have a lot of like number one, number two. (laughs) I'm like number one, number two today. Uh I don't know what is with me. You love a list. I do. I'm like number one, number two, Uh number three, number four. Um, What's number one, Daniel? Lay lay it down. Number one is I do think it's a slippery slope. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's a slippery slope to this, and this could be this the is first just the step. Start. Exactly. Like, if anybody's watched Handmaid's Tale, yeah. they started with freezing women's bank accounts and getting and firing them from all jobs, and then it went really rapidly after that. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of crazy. Not saying that this is exactly comparable, but also, um, <laughs> they're playing it off. Or I feel like they've gotten, you know, these guys are guys and ladies got together and they've justified this as child safety to like mask their own bigotry yes. or their own, uh, uncomfortability around this yes. stuff. Because how can he, how can someone say that a show is child abuse when they haven't actually been to the show themselves Yes, and they don't actually know what any of the content is in the show? How can they justify that? And, and that's why I think like these things are very dangerous because they're trying to pass it off as child safety which a lot of people can get behind yeah right like child safety of course everyone will agree we want our children to be that's safe. why they always use the oh, children thing because it's, it's yeah it's, it's easy it's so much easier to get people's buy-in yeah because if i'm like oh rose we're gonna pass this law because we want your children to be safe you're gonna be like oh okay uh, <laughs> like uh, initially people are gonna more people are gonna buy yeah. into it but if you t- peel back the layers and start to uncover like what they're actually talking about here what some of their statements are it, it really starts to really showcase some of the Yep. Bigotry. I think they're just like... Is it bigotry or... Bigotry. Bigotry. I think it's just... They look at drag queens and they think, this is weird. Yeah. You know, that's literally what it is. They're saying, this is weird. This seems obscene. It Mm. seems bizarre. Um, It seems just clownish. Maybe that's what they're they're thinking. Yeah. And they don't understand it. And they think it's gross that there's a man dressing as a woman. Yeah. And they think that that's harmful to children. That's literally what it is. It has nothing like it's not even sexual. Exactly. But then my argument again, and which I think is a good point when you think about this stuff. Okay. Well, what about wrestling? What about video games? Yeah. What about all of this other stuff that that actually has a lot of violence in it? What about guns? Yeah. 
You know what's more? Oh, do not <laughs> don't get people in Tennessee started okay. about guns, Rose. Okay, like and like, yeah, and church. I'm sorry, the amount of child abuse in the Catholic Church. Uh, it's insane. Are you it, fucking kidding me? It's crazy. Are you actually fucking kidding me? And yet, that's as deemed a safe space. It's so insane. Yeah, like it's so crazy. Like I don't know, it's insane. Well, and this kind of ties in. I wanted like I, okay. These two stories are kind of like linked together. Okay. This is story number one. Story number one. What's story number two, Daniel? Story number two. <laughs> Which is tied into oh, this. Florida. We got We got to love Tennessee and Florida. Yeah. Okay. So a, a Florida education bill would ban gender studies and diversity programs at universities. Isn't this crazy? What? Are we going back in time, guys? Let's, let's keep Like, going. this is what's wild to me. Like... How do they ban it? Well, they it's it's not official yet. This okay. Is the thing. We have to be careful because these mm. are things that are being introduced. Okay. Yeah. So, like, here, here we go. It says right here. Introduced by Republican uh, Rep. Alex... Andre, I'm going to butcher Andrade? this. Andrade? Andrade on February 21st, so just a couple of, a little while ago. Uh-huh. House Bill 999 would ban any funding for diversity, equity, uh, and inclusion initiatives at Florida State Universities, even if they're privately funded. What? What happened to like freedom? Like, don't these people love freedom? I don't know. Anyway. I don't get it. I know. That's the thing. These people supposedly love freedom. If if people want to take their kids to a drag show. Yeah. Like, why is that a problem? And you haven't really put an argument in for why that's actually child abuse. Exactly. Well, this, like, is, this, is, the, this is the thing. They're saying, oh, you know, going yeah. back to that bill too. They're like, oh, uh, drag shows are dangerous. Yeah, you haven't kids. actually said why. But like, why Where's they... the proof? Why is it dangerous? Exactly. And and you're right. That's are a really good point. Are they eating your kids? Like, what the fuck's going on? Exactly. You don't have to take your kids. Exactly. But that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's an... That's such a good point, Rose. It's like, you don't have to take your kids there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you feel that that's going to be, because you're in control of like what your kids are doing essentially, right? To some degree. And it's like, if you don't want to take your kids to church, to the wrestling show, to a drag show, you don't fucking have to. Mm -hmm. Like, but I would argue that taking your kids to certain churches is child abuse. Exactly. And I would argue that taking your kids to, while they're young, to things like drag shows and everything else actually is going to promote a more well-rounded individual yeah. that is used to accepting and yeah. understanding or being more uh, of a kind person yeah. uh, around differences. Exactly. Like, Absolutely. That's actually creating a better society. Yeah, but they don't want like, drag queens. That's what it is. Yeah. They don't want drag queens in general. Oh, God. It's just like... They think that kids are going to watch it and they're going to become drag queens. Mm. That's what they're afraid of. Yeah. Anyway. This is crazy. So there's obviously this this particular law or this bill that's been put forward in Florida. Yeah. There has been a lot of pushback as well. Thank yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Um, so one one person, uh, Jeremy Young, who I'm not sure who he is, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but he just says this is the most draconian bill that we've seen in the entire country relating to higher education. Um, we are absolutely concerned about copycat bills in other states and about this spreading to be a national mo- movement. I think it is very likely that the bill will pass in something very close to its current form in Florida, but it's never a sure thing. Mm-hmm. It says entire majors would be banned, specifically any major or minor in critical race theory. I don't know that much about that. Mm. There's a lot of talk about that. Yeah. Gender studies or intersectionality or any derivative major or minor of these belief systems. Are they belief systems though? Like you should be allowed to discuss. Like I don't mind people discussing it and discussing the opposing view. This the but you should be able to discuss it. Exactly. The whole point of going to university exactly. is to discuss different views. Exactly. And it's to learn about yeah. all of these things, about different genders, about sexuality, about, yeah. you know, like some of the best and most insightful courses I took was around sociology and yeah. criminology and like uh, sexual deviance yeah. and like all of this stuff, which 
you know, it opens your mind and challenges your beliefs and l- makes you learn about other things. Uh-huh. Like that's the whole point of getting a university education. Like it's this African American studies departments could also be vulnerable at public institutions. It's just, it's so crazy. And the crazy thing is, don't they still teach like creationism in United States schools? You know, creationism. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Not, if not fully what creation. But like, is. you know, you know what the concept is? It's where they like don't believe in evolution. Yeah, yeah. They, they believe like, that God created. That God all. created Earth yeah. like six thousand years ago. Yeah, and I, I knew, I knew high level. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't know it in depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, of course. Like, I don't. I mean, it's yeah. obviously made up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But they teach that <laughs> well, shit. People will disagree with yeah, you, Rose. They teach that shit. I know. You know, we're teaching people like creationism, and that—that's like people are saying that's the truth. Mm. Whereas, like something like gender studies, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm gonna say like I—I I might not agree with some of the things that mm. they. These are theories, it's right? Just, it's not—they're not saying like I don't think anyway. Like yeah. I don't think they're saying that this is like concrete fact. Mm. Like gender studies, like uh, intersectionality. These are all like theories and ideas. Yeah, you can agree or disagree. Exactly. But like, you should be able to discuss it. It's just crazy. Like, what are you afraid of? Apparently, the governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, has like a higher education agenda. Right. Which calls for banning discriminatory diversity and inclusion initiatives. Like, How is that discriminatory? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get what's going on. But apparently, like, this is just, it just seems really scary. And the yeah. reason why it seems scary to me, guys, and like, it's just like, again, I, I like, I was saying this is a what is it called? Like a catalyst or it's like a it's, um, snowball effect. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I said it earlier and I forget how there, I said, how I said it, but like slippery slope, it is a slip. It, that's what yes. it was. It's a slippery slope yes. because you know, here we have Tennessee trying to pass this bill about drag shows and not having kids there. We have Florida talking about, okay, let's like remove some of these courses from higher education or re- cut funding mm-hmm. to these, to these programs around diversity, inclusion, sexuality, yeah. gender studies, all of this stuff. Like this is, we're going back. It, I know. I, I honestly, I'm like, is this becoming Gilead? Oh, like, God. is the U.S. actually becoming well, Gilead we, at this point? They already, you know, did the abortion thing. So. Yeah. And, and this is what I mean. I feel like they, a lot of this stuff know, is like they chip interlinked. Away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, it's all linked. It's exactly. all linked. It's as, as, as soon as you start chipping away at mm-hmm. certain things, it's like not long before it's like other things follow yes. quite quickly. Yes. And it's, it, that's what scares me. That's what start. That's how it starts. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know. I, don't, uh, it's crazy. It scares me guys. I know it's crazy. I mean, it hasn't been passed yet, but like, I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I, it's crazy. Stop woke act. Come on now. It says DeSantis kicked off his first, his very first, uh, very public fight against woke indoctrination Mm. last spring when he signed into the law stop woke act which aims to regulate how racism is discussed in schools and workplaces okay it's just crazy it's like they're trying to control yeah everything the thing is like i what what's happening i think one of the things is that i do think that there are certain things that the extreme i guess left wing takes too far right yeah like kind of like the that's that list of words that you can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these things like and we've been seeing it more and more in the last few years, people getting super, you know, offended by everything mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that, which I disagree with. I don't think we should be like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think that's worth discussing. But then that's like that pendulum swung that far. Mm. And now it's swinging the other way where people are like literally saying like, you know, we can't talk about racism. We can't talk about gender, like whatever. Yeah. So it's gone too far. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like I do. This is why I caution against people being so like into that world where, you know, 
like what were the sexualities that we always talk about? Oh my God. <laughs> like there's, there's a lot. Yeah. So the it's just la- like being too much. Yeah. The latest one I sent to Rose, I was like on Spectra hinge. Spectrosexual? Spectrosexual or something. So it's like, you know, sometimes I do agree that yeah. the other side, the woke people, I guess, mm. can take things a little too far. Yeah. And I think that this gives fuel to, the to fire. people like this yeah. that want to basically go back to 1961 yeah. and I make think, everything. I, yeah. I think there is a happy medium. Do you know exactly. what I mean? I think there's like, a, there's I feel a place. like we are a happy medium. The yeah. way that we think is normal. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, I think, <laughs> I think, I think everyone thinks the way that they think is normal Rose. Okay, but like, come on, this guys. guy, DeSantis, guys, comment below. Do you think we're normal? <laughs> no, people, I don't think we want to put that out right. there, Rose. In I the mean, universe. I think we have a middle. Like that's the thing. It's like I, I don't like when people are like you know too extreme, like mm. you know on one side or the other, or they're not thinking clearly or logically. Yeah, you know, like yes, like I identify as completely left wing, but I also don't agree with like not being able to say like fucking words. Yeah, you know, like I think I that's agree. stupid, and you know, I may not agree with like all of the little things that come mm. with you know. But overall, like, I still think I'm left wing, but I don't have to agree with everything in that side. Exactly. But yeah, I think people are just like so extreme on that end. But then now it's going the other extreme. Mm. So the extremes are fighting. And I saw like, again, this happened like a few years ago. Like Mm. I I talked about this. The reason why people like um, Ben Shapiro and, you know, like all these people, Steven Crowder, the reason why they became really famous and popular is because they were reacting to the very, you know, extreme liberal like you know, university students yeah. that were like, you know, saying how, you know, there's no such thing as gender or, you know, yeah. like just saying like insane things. Yeah. Um, And then it was very easy for them to gain popularity because it's easy to be like, well, they're stupid. You know, yeah. they're crazy. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. People saying like, oh, yeah, like you can still be like, uh, you know, saying like crazy shit. Mm. So it was easy and it's easy to fall into that into that kind of brainwashed world. Yeah. Well, and then as your algorithms exactly keep going and keep exactly. going, keep going. Next thing you know, so you're getting recommended. Next thing you know, you start thinking, oh, corporations aren't too bad. Oh, yeah. like we shouldn't have a minimum wage. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it's that's that's why I I don't like when people on the left, on the extreme left, mm-hmm. go too much like this because I think it gives fuel to these conservatives and it makes it very easy for them to spread their propaganda yeah well and you know that going back to that minimum wage thing though too it's so funny how people some people are like yeah you know especially really far conservative people would be like oh we don't think there should be a minimum wage blah 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 blah, blah. like everybody should just be able to free market work hard and and you know everybody can you know if you work hard and strive you'll (laughs) achieve success and it's like but like and we've talked about this before and i I just thought of it again like you made a really good point it's like there's not enough jobs for everybody yeah no matter what like we might say that there is and whatever else but like on the end of the day if every single because we know there's a large percentage of the population that isn't in the workforce in every single country yeah right you have retired people you have people that like little Mm -hmm. kids and even people that are adults they might not be in the workforce for whatever reason right and like if everybody with high achievers higher high everything great performers There's, there's only so many high paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Like there's a limit of how many high paying jobs yeah. there are. So well, look at, look at Korea. That's exactly what's happening in Korea. Yeah. Korea is everyone. Everyone is well, educated. not everyone, but mm. so many people well-educated. Yeah. So many people have university degrees. Yeah. And yet unemployment rate is very high. Well, you know what the frustrating thing about that is, is just our parents' generation, right? Yeah. Our parents' generation and even our grandparents, if somebody went to university, their earning potential was huge. They yep. earned a lot of money. They did really well. Yep. And so obviously they didn't instill that in us. So like we both went to university, yep. like a lot of our friends went to university because the, the, the notion was, Hey, 
any of our parents or any of our friends' parents that had gone to university and got degrees generally were more successful. Yeah. So our thought process is like, we want to achieve success. We want to, you know, so we all go to university and guess what? When everybody goes to university, you're no longer that one person that went to university. You're now competing in that workplace with everyone that has the same qualifications. Yep. Like, and there's just not enough jobs. Yeah. There's not enough high paying jobs. Exactly. We need people to not all go to university. That's yeah. the thing. That's, but the problem is then we add in, you know, status and, mm. you know, obviously we're still, we're still in a world where, you know, if you go to university, you're considered, you know, maybe better educated, therefore a higher status or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and then, yeah, in a, in a country, like, I don't know how we got to this topic, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a country like Korea, we're like, yeah, status matters and everybody wants to be successful. Nobody mm. wants to work the labor jobs. Nobody wants to do those things because then you look down upon, you get looked down upon. Mm. But then now we have all of these highly educated people to educated population yeah. with uh, no jobs. And like people are not earning enough. Exactly. So what the fuck? Exactly. And that's the, that's the issue. I have no idea how we got to this topic. I know it got anyway. really random, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. anyway, so Florida now trying to ban discussions, uh, again, coming from the same people that mm. always scream about free speech. Yeah. Always complain about freedom. It's crazy to me. It is actually crazy. Like, what are you afraid of? That's the thing. It's like, okay. Yeah. If, so if you don't like it, maybe add in a course that you, I feel like people usually discuss the opposite side or like, you they know, do. That's or normal. maybe if it, if the course itself was indoctrination, mm. then you can maybe talk about the course itself and yeah. change it. And also I'm sorry, but like my per- personal belief, and I feel like if you're confident in the things that you believe in, mm. right. If you're confident in those things enough, I actually welcome challenges. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're strong or not strong, but if you um, have a really well-structured like belief system mm-hmm. and it's based on a lot of foundations and somebody comes and throws something at you. Yeah. Generally 99% of the time, if you, um, if you strongly believe, if you strongly yeah. believe and you can articulate and argue back and whatever, it can reinforce your thinking. Cause exactly. you're like, Oh, that doesn't make any sense what that person's saying. Yeah. I've disproven what they've said and, and reproven mine. That's going to, yeah. that's going to strengthen your argument. I think the issue is, is that they know, or maybe they don't know directly, but like they're, there's so many flaws in what they believe in. Right. And I think they're just scared. Yeah. So I it's just crazy. It is crazy. And so stupid. Fight the woke agenda. Like, come on. <laughs> like, what are you, 12? I know. I do agree mm-hmm. in some degree mm-hmm. that like it's... It can, some of it's too far. The I pendulum understand. can swing both ways. Yes. But... but I think... So that's why I don't like it when people on the left are a little bit too much. Because mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh my God, like this is easy fuel for the conservative people to like, yeah. you know. But this is it, right? Like, it's like... It's like yeah. I'm trying to think of a, an exact example. It's like, like when we say that being 500 pounds is completely healthy. Sorry, I said it. Guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Rose, we are going to get so much hate. But this, this is the one thing where I'm like, come on, guys. We sound irrational. And yeah. I say we as in left-wing people. Yeah. Because it's usually left-wing people that will, you know, uh, harp on that. It's crazy. Well, you know, I think we have time for one more story. Okay, let's do it. It's a quick one. Um, but pretty heavy hitting and topical. Oh, oh my God. I heard about this. This is insane. Daniel, I told you you were, you were banned for oh, yeah, climate this is, change I shit, talk. Guys. This is the final climate change okay. talk for the next, like, but this is a big story. Yeah. This isn't, okay. Uh, okay. Obviously, <laughs> I'm going to say my piece here, guys. Just give me one second, okay? <laughs> I know. And Rose, trigger warning for you. Oh, God. Um, Are you going to, oh, God. I'm going to say that, I'm going to say the C word. 
climate change yeah the cc <laughs> word um no but like obviously like an impact of this is a result or this is a result of what's going on in the environment and climate change so that's all, <laughs> I'll, that's all i'll say about it basically guys what are we talking about we are talking about the blizzard it's insane that is in california california of all places Wait, it says California faces blizzard threat as yeah. winter storm causes outages across. across the, it's US. not just in California. Exactly. But I heard that in LA there was snow. Yes. Guys, how is there snow in Los Angeles? Yeah. Has it ever happened? That, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they probably had like a one off event. Maybe like 50 years ago. Yeah. It's like actually insane. Apparently there's like just tons of like in Michigan, they're having issues like all Michigan, across the country. Michigan, they normally snow, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think in some, some states. But they, like they, LA? They, I know. Okay, it's insane. So winter storm warnings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, winter storm alerts, including winter storm and blizzard warnings, stretch from Oregon south to California's border with Mexico. This is insane. It's actually insane. You guys, like, what is happening? It's crazy. Um, let's see. Let's just see what the... God, California is not having a good time. No. There's like drought and then there's like a flood. There's fires every... Oh my like, God. all the time. And now snow? It's crazy. Like, how is that possible? Okay, it says... Uh, Southern California was expecting severe impacts from this event with up to six inches of rainfall mm-hmm. at lower elevations. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is the first blizzard warning issued by the NWS in LA, LA forecast oh office God. since 1989. Wow. That's kind of shocking that they even had one in 1989, but still blizzard warning. Yeah. I mean, is it really a blizzard? A record low temperature <laughs> of 41 degrees. So that, so they are breaking. Whatever that is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or was set at Los Angeles airport today. This tied the old record of 41 degrees set mm. in 2019. See, that's also clearly a sign of climate change because usually like the the records shouldn't be breaking that quickly exactly and they shouldn't it shouldn't, yeah, it it shouldn't, shouldn't be, be tying that fast exactly it shouldn't be oh we broke the record last year we're gonna break crazy, it again and then break exactly or even just hit that same yeah. record before it would be like oh the last time this record was broken was like 1957 you know exactly. what i mean well because like because even even before the exacerbation of climate change yeah i feel like you can still get freak weather things that yeah. do happen right of like course there was periods of time where it was like oh you know, Calgary would get super warm for for a summer. We'd have a heat wave, you know? Yeah, yeah. That did happen. But it's like the frequency of these events now yeah. and the extremity of them. Extremity? I need to see extremity, yeah. I need to see what 41 degrees Fahrenheit is. It's probably not going to be that cold. It's probably what it is today right now <laughs> in Calgary. So, Well, it definitely won't be like minus, you know, hold on. Go uh, Fahrenheit to... Uh, Wait, Celsius to... Oh, Fahrenheit to Celsius. Mm-hmm. Guys, when are you going to switch to the normal system? Five degrees Celsius. That's the record? You people. Yeah, but it's LA. Like I it's, know, but it's that's still desert. adorable. They're like in a desert, right? But five, desert. five degrees, how's that a blizzard? Or is that just one day? Like, it, they definitely snowed. That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Did LA snow? Let's see. Snowfall tops 6.5 feet and rainfall tops 5 inches across Southern California. Oh, this looks insane. I don't know if that's LA, but a winter storm dumped massive amounts of precipitation across Southern California, including more than 6.5 feet of snow to mountain high, where wherever that is, yeah. and more than five inches of rain to Cucamonga Canyon. I like that name. Beautiful. Um, 
and then heavy rainfall. I don't know about LA exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. It's like wild. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. So they're dealing with, I mean, I guess we're not the only ones in this kind of like. Oh my God. Although it, it, it's warmed up a bit for us guys. It's still like kind of But snowing. it's still pretty cold. Yeah. It's still kind of cold. Yeah. So um, I was supposed to go running today, but ended yeah. up not going. I know. I mean, I was going to run, go running too, but yeah. right now it's like, it's too much snow. Yeah. So basically what's the doomsday message of the day, Daniel? <laughs> No doomsday message, guys. On that positive note, and da- on that positive note, Daniel is banned from talking about climate change yeah. for the next month. We are both Kay. banned. Okay, banned. Unless there is a massive story, yeah, which there probably will be. Yeah, there will be. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, on that positive note, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed some of the stories. Um, found this episode insightful and fun and uh yes please show us some love in the comment section below if you are watching this video on youtube don't forget to give it a thumbs up if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform don't forget to give this uh podcast a rating five stars please (laughs) and also um follow don't forget to hit that follow button then you get updated as soon as you get new episodes as soon as we post new episodes Um, also guys, Rose mentioned this earlier, but you should definitely check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Links are in the show notes guys. And that is where you can subscribe, get exclusive content. Um, we do an exclusive episode every single month just for that community. And also all the content comes out a week before everyone else gets these episodes and it's all ad free content. So, and it starts for as little as $3 per month. There you go, guys. Thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. and we'll talk to you guys next week. One other thing, guys, don't forget to check out uh, the links to the upcoming trips in August, guys. Our two trips to Thailand and Bali. Yes. If you guys want to come with us to Thailand and Bali and hang out for a week, uh, well, one week in Bali, one week in Thailand, Mm -hmm. um, you can come to one or the other or both. Or both. And the links are in the show notes or the description and you can meet us in person. We can talk about all kinds of things. We can have a healthy debate, guys. Exactly. Have a couple of glasses of wine. Uh Maybe a few more. Oh, God damn. (laughs) Or not. If you don't drink, that's fine too. Exactly. It's going to be such a good time. Mm -hmm. So definitely join us. Links are in the show notes. And that is it. All right, 